Hey, good morning, good morning. This is Daniel Ramirez, and this is the Daniel Ramirez Show. And you know what we're going to do? Remember I told you we're going to be talking about spiritual things a lot more. and and I, Because I think that's just, you know, when you get to the point where you realize that, you know, the governments of men, they come and they go. There's they, they, It's just a fact of life. Because there's always, at some point, a group of people who become big enough and powerful enough to where they can take over and destroy whatever was good. Okay. Just happens. That's just part of the human nature. But I want to read something to you. Uh, The conventions of a number of states having, at the time of their adopting the Constitution, expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added. And as extending the ground of public confidence in the government, capital G, that means all government, will best ensure the beneficent ends of its institution. Because, see, people were like, why do we need to have another government? Well, we got to have some kind of hierarchy. It's, it's Guys, listen to me. People are not going to agree with this, and that's okay. That That's fine with me. And, and you know what? I can actually show you that uh, hierarchies are just part of our nature. That is how we are wired. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there are some people who think there's something wrong that, that any kind of hierarchy is evil. Well, if that's the case, and if you believe in a creator of any sort, then that's a foolish argument. But listen to what this is saying. To... to uh, they, they needed to, they got together and they, at that time when they were working on the Constitution, because when this is being talked about, I've noticed that there's a lot of, you got to really watch what's printed along with your, your constitutional copies, because there's sometimes there's a lot of political BS that's in there, okay? I try to find copies of the Constitution that are just like facsimiles. They're, I mean, I, minus the, the cursive handwriting but are just copies of the Constitution. I don't need the commentary. You don't need the commentary. You're capable of discerning what is written in the Constitution. It's very simple, actually. And it was made that way on purpose. Law should always be direct, very specific, and is with the least amount of ambiguity as possible. Okay. So I want to think. I want you to, th- to read something here. In order to prevent, in order to prevent misconstruction, which is actually a misinterpretation. The word misconstruction means misinterpretation, or and and misconstruction to try to misconstruct, try to misinterpret uh, for somebody's benefit to override a right. So you got to remember, this is what is called a preamble. The preamble to the Bill of Rights, okay? That's actually what it is. The conventions of a number of the states having at the time of their adopting the Constitution. When did they adopt the Constitution? On September 25th, 1789. Four years later, December 15th, 1791, they adopted the Bill of Rights, which became the first 10 amendments to the Constitution the problem is, is that people need to understand that certain amendments cannot be altered. They can't. Because the Bill of Rights is still the Bill of Rights, even though it's part of the Constitution. The Bill of Rights 
dictates to the government what its limits are, not ours, what's the limits of the government. That's why it says here, listen very closely, I'll read it again. The convention of a number of states, this is in the Bill of Rights, having at the time of their adopting the Constitution expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added. Not shall be, not maybe, but should be added. And as extending the ground of public confidence in the government, uppercase G, will best ensure the beneficent ends of its institution. Resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled, two-thirds of both houses concurring, that the following articles be proposed to the legislatures of the several states. As amendments to the Constitution of the United States, all or any of which articles, which ratified by three-fourths of the said legislatures, three-fourths, guys, to be valid to all intents and purposes as part of the said Constitution. Feats, feats. Okay. Articles in addition to and amendments of the Constitution of the United States of America proposed by Congress and ratified by the legislatures of the several states pursuant to the fifth article of the original Constitution. Frederick Augustus Mullenberg, Speaker of the House of Representatives, John Adams, Vice President of the United States, and President of the United States, attest John Beckley, Clerk of the House of Representatives, Sam A. Otis, Secretary of the State. And what are those restrictions on government? Not our restrictions. These are restrictions on government. Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law establishing an, uh, uh, respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble, comma, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So, the first thing off the bat, I'll read this again. It was their desire, whose desire? The people of the United States and our founders, um, in order to prevent a misconstruction or a misinterpretation and therefore or abuse of its powers, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment. Now, remember, we use the word government in here. They said, let's, let's read it. And as extending the ground of public confidence in the government, uppercase G. That means all government. Whenever the founders used the, 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 an uppercase, it was the proper name. And it also was, it meant all government. Anything that has to do with government is bound by these 10 amendments, period bound by them. Now there's more amendments added after these. Some of those we might get into later. Most of those I believe were not ratified by all by the necessary three quarters of the United States. Uh, three quarters of the states of the Union. They, they have to be. Or three quarters of both houses. That means the House of Representatives and the Senate. Otherwise they are illegitimate. And some of those, like the 14th Amendment, why did we need that? Well, I don't know. We'll decide about those things. Think about it. Because if, you know, I mean, 
You're a person, I'm a person. We're both born here on this soil or we became natural citizens, we became naturalized. But it says here, these aren't for the, the did you know that the Bill of Rights wasn't for you and I? Because the Declaration of Independence already covered pretty much every right in three. And I'll show you how they did that. We hold these truths to be self-evident, okay? And let me go ahead and just get you the wording. I don't want to misconstrue or misconstruct, so I want to make sure. It says here, the Declaration of Independence. Action of Second Continental Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration in the 13th United States. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for the people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them from another and to assume among the powers of the earth a separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. <clears throat> a decent respect to the opinions and mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths. Yeah, we hold these truths. Usually a lot of people think that's the first paragraph. That wasn't the first paragraph. <laughs> the first paragraph, when our founders were writing in English, uh, they actually set out to tell you what they were writing about. And this is what was unanimous. They unanimously agreed this and they unanimously, unanimously signed it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That means they're, they're just common sense. That all men are created equal. Oh my God, there's not a woman's name in there. I know that, but we know they mean mankind. So let's get past it. All men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Today, we use the word inalienable, but unalienable and inalienable are the same. Hey, Google, define inalienable. Here's the definition of inalienable, unable to be taken away from or given away by the possessor. Unable to be taken away from the possessor or given away by the possessor. So, let's read that again. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. In other words, they can't be taken away. They can't be suspended. They can't be done. None of them can be taken away. Even, okay, if you commit a crime, say you committed a crime in this day, you would go to jail. You would do your time. Well, if you stole something from something, now if you just committed a serious crime, you usually were found guilty, you were given your chance to get yourself right with the creator, or if you didn't have one, whatever, given your last words and you were hung by the neck until dead. That's called dealing with crime. What about the people who are innocent? Well, you know, dangerous liberty, guys. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are uppercase life, uppercase liberty, uh, life comma, uppercase liberty comma, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, <clears throat> that when <coughs> ever any form of government 
becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish and to institute new government, laying its foundations on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect the safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established, okay, listen closely, should not be changed for light and transient causes. Accordingly, all experience has shown, okay, I'll read it as they say, accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, <coughs> excuse me, pursuing invariably the same object, evidences a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, despotism, excuse me. It is their right, uppercase R, it is their duty, uppercase D, to throw off such government, uppercase G, and to provide new guards, uppercase G, for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having to direct, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. See, the founders didn't believe in hidden FISA courts. The founders didn't believe that government had any right or any power to violate your rights and mine, period. They're, they're, in fact, it was so serious that if a government person tried to usurp some kind of arbitrary law authority on that per, on a on a founder's rights um that go, that government authority was either dispatched quickly or a little battle broke out they weren't going to put up with it guys see a lot of people don't understand the united states was not established over some discussion in some room with a bunch of opposing sides debating over stuff. That all went out the door a long time ago. As it states in there, and I think if you listen to this language, we're seeing this happen in every state today, but the opposite is happening now. Okay? Instead of one king who is, is controlling top-down, now we have state governors who are acting like tiny tyrants. That is exactly what the founders were talking about. The founders were saying, these things are written so that what? So that the Bill of Rights, what was the Bill of Rights written for? It wasn't written for you and I. It was written as the policy action memo to all government agencies everywhere 
on the continental U.S. or in any of our territories, anywhere, or the state of uh, anywhere that the United States territory is. These laws, actually, you know what? To be honest with you, wherever humans are, these apply. See, the United States, nowhere in here does it say that, um, I don't remember reading the Declaration of Independence that it said uh, <laughs> anything about, uh, um, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all Americans are created equal. No, it says all men. Now, when they say men, it, it means mankind. It's a general term. So don't freak out, you feminist, feminazi people. Just get over that shit. That stuff wasn't even in their minds. They didn't have to contend with that shit. Why? They were too busy building a country, the freest country on the land. Yes, I know there's going to be people, oh, it's not free today. It wasn't totally free back then either, guys. Freedom is something that you, they even, uh, the founders even knew it. They said you have to be ever vigilant. Freedom is a lifelong battle. Because there's an opposing side. The opposite of freedom is slavery. The awesome, the off, the, <laughs> the opposite of freedom, okay, is servitude. The opposite of freedom is a cage. The opposite of freedom is hell. Do you understand that? These are the men and women who stood their ground. 56 signatures on the declaration appear in the positions indicated. Okay. Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Massachusetts, Maryland, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Delaware, New York, New Jersey, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. Okay. And let's see who else from, uh, so we got Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire. And these are all the people that are in there. We have uh, Button Gwinnett, Lyman Hall, and George Walton. We have William Hooper. We have Joseph Hughes, John Penn from North Carolina. And the other three that I just mentioned before them were from Georgia. South Carolina had Edward Rutledge, um, Thomas Hayward Jr., Thomas Lynch Jr., and Arthur Middleton. Massachusetts, you have John Hancock. Haha. Uh -huh. Maryland, you have Samuel Chase, William Paca, Thomas Stone, and Charles Carroll of Carleton. Virginia, you had George White, Richard Henry Lee, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Harrison, Thomas Nelson Jr., hmm. Francis Lightfoot Lee, Carter Braxton, a lot of names that we are familiar with, at least my generation is. Pennsylvania, Robert Morris, Benjamin Rush, Benjamin Franklin, John Morton, George Clymer, James Smith, George Taylor, James Wilson, George Ross. How about the Delaware? From Delaware, Cesar Rodney, or Cesar Rodney. Uh, George Reed, Thomas McKean. From New York, William Floyd, Philip Livingston, Francis Lewis, Lewis Morris. New Jersey, Richard Stockton. John Witherspoon, Francis Hopkins, Hart, John Hart, and Abraham Clark. New Hampshire was... Josiah Bartlett, William Whipple, Massachusetts was Samuel Adams, John Adams, Robert Treat Payne, Elbridge Gary, Rhode Island, Stephen Hopkins, William Ellery, Connecticut, Roger Sherman, Samuel Huntington, William Williams, Oliver Wolcott, New Hampshire, Matthew Thornton. The reason why I read these names to you guys 
is because almost every single one of these people sacrificed literally everything so that you and I could have liberty. And now we have governors, city police, even Americans who are literally all for shutting down the rights that these men died for. <laughs> these are literal people who died for your rights and mine. These people literally gave their lives for that reason. Those who died during the Civil War literally gave their lives to defend liberty and state sovereignty. Any war after that is bullshit and nobody's fought for anybody's freedom. Little little skirmishes, little battles, yes, they, they, those are probably, yes, but in the overall general wars, guys, no. World War One, World War II, uh, uh, Iraq, Afghanistan, all that is bullshit, guys. America is about liberty, not conquer, not empire. But there are people who want an empire, you know? But the reason why I brought this up is because I want you to think about something. Look at, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object emphasis they designed to reduce them under death, absolute despotism, it is the right, it is their duty to throw off such government to provide new guards for their future security. Such, I want you to hear this, this to me stands out, such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. See, it's always been in our nature to be a people who put up with a lot of bullshit until it gets to the point where, you know, there's, it's just not going to stop. And we say, okay, done. That's all that, that we are patient to a fault. Patience, uh, being nice, uh, tolerating this this action no governor no city mayor no county seat has any power any authority to shut down your jobs to shut down your businesses to shut down your lives they don't have that right the only way they get to do what they're doing right now ladies and gentlemen is because you let them do it. I let them do it. We collectively have allowed this to go on. Now, personally, no, because I just go out. I don't care. If they say you can't go out on your front porch, I'm on my front porch. If they say you can't walk down the street, I'm walking down the street. Okay. If they say you can't go out and protest, I'm going out to protest. Everything they say you can't do, guys, it is our duty now to make sure we do exactly the opposite. I'm trying to warn you guys right now. This is literally a civil war. It is a different type of civil war. It is a civil war. Not to demand that Gavin Newsom, the governor of the, the state, the Republic of California, refuses to cease and desist. It's our duty to stop him. There's my geese. Yeah. 
Honestly, they're not my geese, but they're they're our friendly geese. They they live around here. It's a couple, a couple of geese, a geese with two. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. What I'm reading in here, guys. It said there when we read the 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 um, uh, when we read the inter or the <laughs> preamble to the Bill of Rights. You know, when we read the preamble to the Bill of Rights. That right there, it states very clearly, okay? It says here, to, uh, in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers, that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added. And extending the ground of the public confidence in the government, uppercase G, will best ensure the beneficent ends of its institution. The only reason the government exists is for the benefit of you and I as individuals. It either protects the liberty that we know we have right now, or it adds to that liberty and expands it. But if it diminishes it, it doesn't have that right. Why? Because right after saying that, it says Congress shall make no law establishing a religion or prohibiting the free exercise of thereof, semicolon, or abridging the freedom of speech, comma, or of the press, semicolon, or the right of the people to assemble. First of all, you have assemble in two places. Minimum, three actually. You have churches, religion, okay? And by nature, they all assemble because that's the, that is the calling, is to meet together. Nowhere has, has there ever been a time that I know of in my lifetime that the government has ever been able to shut down a church. And why is it all of a sudden today? Why does Gavin Newsom think that he actually has the right to tell churches what when they can and can't worship. The, the uh, mayor de Blasio had the police arrest people at a Jewish funeral because there was too many people assembled together, and it was for the good of the public and the safety. No, Mm-mm. sorry guys. It says here. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. De Blasio falls into government. <clears throat> I am shocked that the Jewish community does not storm City Hall in New York City. I am shocked that they are not walking there fully armed, demanding his head on a platter. Putting him on trial with the jury of 12 of his peers. And if he, fa- if he is found guilty of violating U.S. 18, excuse me, 18 U.S. 241 and 242, then the penalty in his position is death. If he's found not guilty, great for him that he's left alone. But if he's found guilty for violating 18 U.S. 241 and 242. Read them if you don't know what they are. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to get up off your ass and you're going to start doing something. Otherwise, get off my channel. This is where men and boys are separated. Women and girls are separated. Ladies and gentlemen, we are literally in a civil war and the United States Constitution 
the state constitution of California in my neck of the woods and all the other states where governors have literally told you you couldn't work, you can't you can't do anything. They've literally suspended the Bill of Rights and you're taking it like the good little punk that you are. Only punks take it. They don't fight back. Why? Because they're too cowardly. I've seen little dudes that I know they, they, they didn't have a chance in hell to beat the guy that was picking on them and yet they just something came out of them where they said I had enough and they kicked the dude's ass like boom just wiped the dude on the ground and everybody's just like whoa and the guy walked away he just there comes a time where you just say I've had enough have you had enough not being able to go to work not being able to uh, uh, keep your employees working? Have you had enough of somebody telling you when you can and can't go to worship? Have you had enough of somebody telling you, another man, another woman, other people telling you, other Americans telling you an American when you can and can't go somewhere? What, what, What is essential in your life and what is not? Who the hell thinks like that? Who the hell even thinks it's okay to sit on their ass and not do anything about it? Your rights, the rights of your grandchildren, the rights of your great-grandchildren are on the table as I speak. And all Americans is worried about Can I go to the damn beach? Can I go ahead and have a latte at my favorite place of hangout? I swear to God, anybody tells me, I don't care who the fuck they are. You tell me about how good government is. You tell me that I need to fucking obey them. I need to follow their dictates. I need to listen to their regulations. Fuck you. That's the attitude Americans had in the beginning, but today they're just like, here, let me spread my cheeks and get some grease for you. Because nobody right now that's allowing this to go on and say, well, what the fuck do I do about it? Start calling, start writing, just get out and go to work. Open your business. Go talk to other business owners and say, hey, we all can come together and tell them, fuck you. But nobody wants to do that. You know why? Because we like easy. We don't want any conflict. We don't want anybody to challenge us. We don't want to have to think for ourselves. Look how many people are looking to their news, the the stupid fucking news people. Their city council, you can't even get a hold of because they don't even fucking answer the phones because they're not in their offices. We've got to do something about this shit, people. Otherwise, I'm going to say something so harsh right now, it's going to piss off a lot of people and I don't give a fuck. This is where it starts. First, they say, oh, we're only going to take away a little bit of liberty for safety's sake. And the dumbass, stupid fucking people say, okay, 
as long as it makes us feel better and we're safe and we're comfortable. Then they start taking your food, your right to do things, your right to, to do whatever. They start writing laws as they feel good and kind about it. And then they start taking things from you. Your freedom's the first thing. Then they start taking your children. And you know what they do to those children? You know what they do to those children when there's no freedom? They rape the shit out of them. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to hear that. This is what we're coming to. And Americans are sitting there on their fucking asses. And they're doing nothing about it. Priority number one for this man right here is to defeat this bullshit. Nobody wants violence, guys. Nobody wants to go to war. Nobody likes confrontation. But God damn it, are you a fucking man? Are you a fucking woman? Are you children? Are you cowards? Are you fucking warriors? I see men who in any other circumstance would say fuck that and those would be fighting words. But then somehow magically from one day to the next they're willing to sacrifice their fucking family for convenience. Or just because they just don't have the balls to fucking fight for their family. I watched a video the other day and this tells what American men are like today. Some dude, I thought about this. Some dude and his gal were walking. And some other guy came up and threw a cigarette in the back of the guy's head. I mean, the back of the girl's head as they walked by. So the man turned around. And of course, his girlfriend's like, oh, no, don't, don't go fight. Don't go fight. Fuck you. Another man attacked your girl. You need to beat the fucking living shit out of that guy. Don't kill him. Just beat him a fucking couple inches away from his life. So the next time he somebody walks by, that image of his face going into the cement is very clear to him. I'm not doing that. This guy might kill me. So let's go ahead and get back to being men. Oh God, we don't want violence. Yes, we do. There is a time for violence. There's a time for peace. There's a time for love. There's a time for hate. There's a time for war. I love it. Everybody loves that song. You know, a time for this and a time for that. But then they don't like, you know, the idea that violence is necessary in life. Why? Because we live in a broken world, guys. We live in a world that is full of violence. And it's evil. There is evil on this planet. Really, seriously, dark heinous evil and it always starts out as looking nice in a suit with its hair slicked back pretty with makeup and cute little skirts it doesn't matter it's all the same fucking bullshit I don't want my great grandkids to end up in a China China is the last true communist country on this planet. And their people live in utter hell. And yet, American companies have been allowed to design their products 
in the factories in China that are enough that that would not be allowed to exist in the United States. Period. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. If we do not fight for our freedom here in the state of California, there in the state of New York, there in the state of Washington or Oregon, in all of these states that are purposely joining together and making consortiums to shut down our rights. If I'm the only motherfucker that's going to fight for my rights, then so be it. I don't give a fuck. I will literally go down fighting. I don't care. Because if you don't stand for anything, <laughs> you stand for nothing. Don't tell me you're a Christian either, or you're a scientist, or you're a fucking, you know, this, that, or the other, unless you actually fucking live it. See, true science observes and reports back what it sees. It, and, and shows the results and then somebody else can take those and see if they can be reproduced that's not science today instead we have a Dr. Fauci and some doctor who wears scarves and has a dumb haircut both of whom have no patience for years are all academic and are not the congress And yet, scientists, real scientists, have said, wait a minute, these numbers are wrong. This thing called the COVID-19 virus, it's actually a SARS-CoV-2 virus, is really a SARS, yeah, SARS-CoV-2, no, SARS-Corona-2 virus or whatever. It's, it's a SARS, it is a flu. It is a severe flu, period. We've never shut any industry down because of this. We might have quarantined a building. We might have quarantined a few people now and then, but they were actually infected. We didn't stop churches from going to church. We have literally now, since this has happened, the government has literally walked onto private church property and started ticketing people $500 and $1,000 tickets for attending church in their cars in a parking lot service. They didn't even go inside the church. They were inside their cars with their windows rolled up, listening to, you can broadcast out a message on an FM channel locally. If you have people that are near your area there, They're, they can do it right there in the parking lot. People do it all the time for like Christmas uh, shows, lights, you know, when they do light shows on their houses and they play music, you can tune into, you know, I don't know, 92.1 and you can hear it. Police who swore to defend the Constitution that I just read, that I read some of to you, uphold the Constitution when it includes the Bill of Rights and operate within those and defend those against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And yet, have they done it? No. They actually went on private property. They were told by the pastor, get off the property. You have no business being here. And they didn't care. A cop literally walked up on camera to him and said, your rights have been suspended. Literally told that to the pastor in America. Now, the, the pastor was absolutely flabbergasted, shocked at what he had been experiencing, but it's time for men to stop fumbling the words, 
to stop acting like they're all a bunch of betas. Well, I have problems. Everybody's got fucking problems. Everybody has issues. Your issues are no greater than the next person. Your issues are just like anybody else's issues. This idea that a man, we are allowing a man in the state of California to tell you. He got pissed because why? People practice freedom in abundance. And the Newport Beach was like just packed people. Wadawa people. And now, as of what is today? Today the first? Hold on. Yes. Tomorrow, he's shutting all the parks down again and all the beaches again. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? And worse than that, where the fuck are the Americans at? Shit, this isn't even about government officials anymore. This is about Americans. Where the fuck are the Americans at? A dad was arrested in front of his six-year-old kid for throwing a baseball at a fucking park across the street from his house. And you're going to tell me this is okay? Oh, well, we don't want to get the virus. Everybody's probably got the virus, you dumb fucks. It doesn't matter. We all have the virus. You just don't have any symptoms. Why? Because your body's built immunity to it. You know, the sad thing is they know it. The science is there. Two doctors first showed that they were actual men. I'm going to start talking about the men because there's not a lot of men in churches today. There's not a lot of men who claim to be patriots today. I see a lot of these guys sitting in their fucking houses because they're told to. People are starting to come out on the streets, though. But guys, you got to get pissed now. Now we need to have these programs on the fucking radio, on the stinking YouTube that are sitting there just getting crazy, dudes. We need to no longer play nice. You can't do it anymore. We're in a freaking war. The right of the people is violated, period. We're not playing this game anymore. Do you understand that? This bullshit of having to wear masks to go into places and stuff, I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck if I need something. I am not going to do anything anymore just because I was told to do it. Fuck you. See, America's got bodies in the ground. Hundreds of thousands of bodies on this soil who fought to give us this country. And today, my fellow Americans are shitting all over that fucking legacy. And that pisses me off. If all you worry about is your comfort, how life is easy for you, well, I don't want to rock the boat, then I seriously mean what I'm about to say. Let history forget that we ever knew each other. Let history forget that we shared the same plate together. 
May your chains weigh upon you as heavy as they possibly can. Because you chose those chains. My friend, you chose those chains. I'm not choosing those chains. Yeah, I might be a minority and I might be dead, but I'll die a free motherfucker. How are you going to die? America, home of the what?